Welcome to episode 39 of Crave the Book. In today's episode, Amber and I cover chapters 90 through 93 of Tracy Wolf's Crush. And in this episode, we have big tension with Cyrus in the circle as Grace challenges for inclusion and a seat on the circle as the very last gargoyle. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Whoop, whoop. We are on episode 39, episode 39. We're going to do chapters 90 through 93. I I, I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. That was you saving your voice, apparently. Yeah, I'm supposed to be saving my voice because I have a lot of recording to do today, unfortunately. Um, As is the life of a YouTuber. (laughs) But for now, we're going to talk about Crave for a little while because we've got some exciting things to talk about. Um, We do have some big spoilery spoilers in this episode. I know that because when I went to make note of a spoiler I wanted to talk about, I looked at the notes and Amber had already noted the exact thing I wanted to note. So, Amber, why don't we get this show on the road, since I know both of us are limited on time today. Do you want to let our listeners know what sound they should listen out for if they don't want to be spoiled? Yes. So, just like every other week, you got to listen out for the wolf house. Sounds just like this. Woo! And that signifies that everything that was safe to listen to has now ended. It's um, ended. Everything, <laughs> everything after that is usually going to be a spoiler, a surprise, something that you wouldn't necessarily know is about to happen if you have not read past the chapters that we have designated for today. Um, we've gone right up to court in our spoilers, so we will ruin it for you. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't wanna ruin your day because you haven't read that far yet. So drop out, come back. These podcasts are evergreen. They'll always be here. And, and we're uh, everywhere. Yeah. We're yeah. on I'm wondering whether anybody like starts to re listen to them because they've run out of content. I don't know. I have no idea. I do I did just see we had a bunch of comments from new listeners who are commenting on like our first episodes on YouTube. So the it'll probably oh, It'll be months before they get to this episode, but for everybody who's new, <laughs> welcome to episode uh, 39. Lots mm-hmm. of fun. And we're almost done with Crush. And then we can start Covet, which is going to be really exciting. Um, but I guess we can go ahead and jump right in because last we left off, Grace has found out that she needs to go and collect their winnings, their prize winnings. Um from the circle and Cyrus because they need to get that bloodstone in order to get Hudson out of her head. But she's also just found out that Jackson has a spell to sever the mating bond or that he had one, but apparently he threw it away. And now Uh she's feeling very confused and upset because he was willing to basically divorce her (laughs) in order to get his brother out of her head and she's just left with icky feelings um and now they got to go collect the bloodstone from jackson's parents from his parents who just you know hudson screaming they want to kill you they want to kill jackson's like you want they want to kill you but also we need to go down this purple carpet to go and meet these people with all the pomp 
yeah. of a British ceremony. It's like they're going to the BAFTAs, but it's at like this secondary school. Sure. It's weird. Whatever Amber just said. Crumpets oh, and the tea, BAFTAs. right. Yeah. The BAFTAs. It, like the um like the Oscars, but we have British uh, awards. British awards. And we the do. golden crumpet goes to <laughs> Golden oh. Crumpet should definitely be a trophy. I I would I would enter a competition to win a golden crumpet. I want the golden crumpet. Is it full of holes like little it gets all dusty on the shelf. You have to clean yeah. clean out your yeah. crumpet holes. Anyway, I, crumpet holes. Your crumpet holes. We call those the nooks and crannies of our English muffins, which are like hard, harder, sadder English or harder, sadder crumpets. Um, yeah. Anyway, after this big long talk where Hudson is like talking about how Cyrus he killed all the gargoyles in front of everybody, like he didn't do it in secret. He killed them all, and then he killed everybody who opposed him. My first thought was like, okay, what? Why is Uncle Finn just kind of allowing Grace to walk up and accept this award? Like, is he not at all suspicious, especially after what we find out in court, which I can't talk about now. But if anybody's going to be suspicious of Cyrus, it should be Uncle Finn. Why, <laughs> why is he okay with this? I don't know. Unless it is that kind of overlord power that you can't really just avoid i mean he could be like grace is sick she's on her period like there's so many things <laughs> that, that they could say she's ha she has cramps and no man would dispute that yeah <laughs> apart from a vampire <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh, more the merrier <laughs> join us i'll grab my shot glass Oh, <laughs> Ew. Gross. <laughs> I love your next note because I I was going to note this note and then I <sighs> opened up the doc and I was like, oh, her note's better. <laughs> um, I had no idea what either of the words meant that were. And, and I, I know quite a lot of words. I consider myself a little bit of a nerd, but I didn't know what lascivious meant which is how cyrus or, was looking at her right he, he wasn't she said that he looked at her and she immediately got the ick like she got all like icky because he was looking at her not in a lavicious way but in an avaricious way so not in like a sexual way but no. in a i want you i i want you but for your wealth and material gain like, she's essentially his sugar daddy. <laughs> I think it's just the, the the power of knowing that he's killed all of the gargoyles. It, it would be like, like a trophy hunter. Like, I have killed all of the rare purple lions. And I, I have killed them all, except a new one has just emerged, and I will be the only person who owns the last living one. Yeah. Like, it's, I think it's like a sick kind of Yep. Greed. And, and no, no one in the crowd or, like, the audience have any qualms about it as well. The only, well, obviously, Jackson and Hudson have something to say, but, like, Uncle Finn, Macy, they all hear it, and nobody goes... No. Yeah. No. Yeah, they, it is just it is just Jackson and Hudson. Yeah, and and 
I think that the funny part is, first of all, they accept the the award and the crowd cheers and Cyrus is like, and did you all see Grace, you know? He gives a play-by-play. Yeah, he he gives the play-by-play and the crowd is cheering. And then he's like, and by the way, we're going to take Grace to protect her and teach her how to defend herself. And the crowd is still just like, yay! <laughs> because she's vulnerable and everything but meanwhile nobody likes her so it's okay (laughs) and at the same time like why is jackson at that point the only one who's like no you're not like hang on a minute what (laughs) like the whole team could be jumping up finn could be jumping up and saying no but it's just jackson like yeah it's um, like i i I thought that uh in-laws were supposed to hate the person that their son is dating right Is that not right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. They definitely don't want to take them home. Yeah. Like, they're doing everything backwards. They're, like, they're meeting her. They're going out of their way to go and meet her. And then they're like, you should come home with us. We want you to live with us. We want to adopt you. (laughs) You could be our pet. That's why I put in in my notes. uh, As the cat says, I must take this mouse home with me to teach it how to protect itself. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. I wouldn't want to go and live with them. Yeah. Even just from the the interaction that we've had so far without knowing everything that happened afterwards, I'll still be like no. She d- Delilah do, do they think do they oh. think that there's no way that she could escape? Like at some point she's just like bye Macy, make me a portal anywhere. Yeah, like just slip away. Like they're I mean, are yeah, they Uncle not- Finn? You need to make sure I don't I don't go with them. Um, have at it. You're a wizard. She could just go into Macy's tunnel, like her pretty secret tunnel that only Macy knows about. She could just like hide in there, like huddle down. Yep. There's so but many at things. no point does she think of any. She doesn't ever go. Yeah, all right, sure. Um, let me go pack, and then just disappear. No, instead, Hudson is like, do this thing that you've never heard of. And she's you like, do this thing that you definitely have no idea what it is or be able to even make an, like an, what's the word? An inf, infer, to infer? Yeah. It's inference. She has no, she has no inference as to what it is. It reminds me of like when Cartman goes on the date with Jimmy. And he's whispering, like, through the earpiece, everything that Jimmy needs to say on the date. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I don't think that that is the one I've watched. What? It's the one where Jimmy's got to, he's got to go to the talent show. The talent show is in in, in just a few hours. And he goes with the (laughs) prostitute. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch it. Oh my god! Yeah, and it. it's it's like, it's like the stereotypical trope though, where like I don't know what to say. Here, wear this earpiece, and I'll whisper all the right things to say. Except it's just Hudson in her head. He's like, "Say this now. Say this. Yeah. Say yeah. all of these nonsensical things that you have no idea what they are. But make sure you get the inflection just right, or else everybody's gonna call you ruse." <laughs> but meanwhile, Jackson's also shouting in the real world, shouting at his dad, going, "No, she's not going with you. No way is she following you. You can't do that." And then Grace goes, "Shut up and let Hudson chat with me for a minute." <laughs> <laughs> and Jackson's like. You believe him? You believe my daddy's pet? 
it was really awkward. Yeah. Clearly he thought that Hudson was like, you should go. It will be a lovely holiday. It'll be great. Like, just how little faith does he have in his brother that he had the similar childhood? And Grace. Yeah. 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 He automatically just assumes that Hudson's like, you should do that. You should, you should, you should apply for that job. (laughs) I will pack for you. Yeah. I have been wanting to go back home. (laughs) Take a trip. Take a holiday. It's Um, like, well, he's in her head. He has to go with her. It's like the equivalent of whether your pet can stash themselves in a suitcase. He doesn't need to. He's not even taking up any room. Do vampires fly planes? Like, how do they go back and forwards? I, I mean, they almost have would have to be on a plane. They're they can't. They're not like the vampires from Twilight. Those those vampires can just walk across the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> they just yeah. they sink and they just can walk a straight path through the water. Um, but no, I think that they Do you think would, that they would need a compass, right? Because there's no way that my directional ability would mean that I would be walking in a straight line. You'd think you'd walk in a straight line, but you would just be keep on circling and going around in circles. Well, yeah, because you also have to consider that while you're walking a great distance, like across the ocean, the Earth is also turning at about 15 degrees. So mm-hmm. either and way. And the sea floor is not flat. <laughs> no, it's it's mountainous. <laughs> It's like you keep walking and then you're like, oh, the Mariana Trench. Uh, you slowly jump. float to the bottom. <laughs> no, like, and you can't see anything. You open your eyes. And, and any, for, any form of light is an anglerfish. Like, you've, got, you've got no hope. <laughs> At that point, I suppose, yes, you are probably the most deadly, deadliest predator on Earth. Doesn't mean that nothing could eat you. That's true. That's true because your skin would be all soggy by that point. Like, you'd <laughs> it's be just the skin of a killer baby. <laughs> it's all waterlogged and pruny. <laughs> so, yeah, I look like a raisin. <laughs> mm, sexy. <laughs> um, there was there was one note, and I I mean it's kind of a spoiler, but it's also a hint. I won't say what the spoiler is though because we automatically know. Mm-hmm. But Hudson said. Uh, because Grace you, was free. You, uh, you either challenge them to inclusion. Yeah. Or, or, or my parents' dungeon. Yeah, or it's my parents' dungeon. And then he says, I've spent a lot of time down there myself, and I have to say it's not a place you want to call home. And, yeah, I read that. She never I'll... pries about that either. She never, she never actually asks him about that. It's like, wait, you stayed in a dungeon? Yeah. And then, and then court, it's like this big shocker. Like, what? You were in a dungeon, even though he totally already told you. Yeah, <laughs> like if anybody else said that about like their childhood to you, you'd be like, "Hang on, rewind." What you stayed? You stayed in a dungeon. You lived in a closet. You slept yeah. in the basement. What? Yeah. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Like, I am surprised that not as many characters have empathy for Harry Potter because the moment that they find out that he lives in the cupboard under the stairs, you get a sense that family life is not that happy. Yeah. And you're like, do you need a place to stay? I mean, I don't like you, but I can sort something out. Yeah. If you find out, if you find out that somebody is literally like abused, 
Like, I mean, even if you don't care for that person, you're not just going to be like, oh, it sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> see you. See you next summer. Maybe, Bye. Maybe we're just more empathetic than others. Maybe everybody else is like, oh, no, I don't want that little weird kid with the glasses in my house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so she, she challenges Cyrus for inclusion and she kind of copies verbatim what <laughs> Hudson is telling her he's like in her earpiece like, except for the parts that he tells her not to say because it'll piss yeah, Cyrus like, off yeah yeah and then all of a sudden um, Hudson suggests that she goes for this essentially a Ludaire's competition um, but she needs a mate to be able to to challenge for inclusion which is winning a seat on the circle and immediately Jackson's like Good thing she has a mate. And I'm like, oh, you're on board now. You you, you want to join in on this idea now that you know that it's going the right direction. I see now he's that- a success hype person. He's like, oh, I see this trendy thing happening. I better I better jump on that. Even though two days ago I said, oh, I hate Reebok. And you're like, yeah? Who's wearing Reeboks now? <laughs> he's a sort. He's asserting his his male dominance, which I mean, to be fair, Grace very soon like shuts that down after this scene. She's <laughs> she's like, shut the hell up, like yep, yep. But they find yeah, uh, they find they find out, out that's like to to challenge the circle. Essentially, you don't have any like safety bracelets or um, barriers. Like they have no idea where the portals could send them and things like that. And because Ludes wasn't death defying enough. <laughs> They've just removed all the safety precautions and gone, yeah, killing kids. That's okay. That's we can fine. do that. Yeah, if they want to and be a, powerful, they gotta they gotta you know, show their They've got to win bit. a game of sports. <laughs> yeah, they gotta Can you imagine if our Prime Minister had <laughs> <laughs> the Queen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I challenge you to a game of rummy cup. <laughs> It's like American um, Ninja get, Warrior. Have you seen American yeah, Ninja yes, Warrior? Yes, yes. But I like to think of the idea that the 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 great nation, the great nation's leaders, had to earn their spot, their rightful place by a game of Uno, like <laughs> just yeah, something really just silly. They can't do it. They can't do it with something that actually requires like bodily skill, because then it would just be like a bunch of jacked Putins who would win. You know, like the yeah. the best leaders wouldn't be able to win. There would only mm-hmm. be like our world would be ruled by like bodybuilders. <laughs> and you know not not to say crossfit that, people yeah crossfit p- people and nothing against crossfit people but when we say crossfit people all of you have something in your head right now and that's exactly the problem <laughs> <laughs> that's mean <laughs> hey i've been one of those people well i haven't been a crossfit person i've been a bodybuilder person i've not been crossfit however i've been around a lot of crossfit people and I would say about 25% are exactly what they're advertised to be. <laughs> and I'm not willing to take that risk when it comes to our world leaders. No, no. We need someone who has brains to run. Well, they don't well, have to be the well. strongest. <laughs> we need to have somebody who has brains. They don't need to have somebody who can run a marathon. I'm like, sure, if they want to do that on the side, but running a marathon isn't crucial in scheduling and planning a nation amber have you been to america have you seen our leaders over the last few years yeah but all of them 
Both sides. Tr- Trump wasn't running marathons either. <laughs> I mean, nobody, nobody is. None of our, all of our leaders in America are just old, old. Yeah, they're just <laughs> old, old farts. It's okay. Mine, mine says things like a slippery wet otter and things. So yeah, but she's okay. cute. Ours, ha- ours haven't been cute. Yours is at least cute. Everyone's like, oh, look how cute she is. <laughs> See, this is where we went wrong. Is I was talking about Boris Johnson. <laughs> oh well, okay. Well then he and you're like, but he's cute. He's like, cute no. with his little fuzzy no. hair and his not knowing how to use an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> oh God. So <laughs> I love when when Grace says we're fucked, aren't we? And Hudson and Jackson both at the same time say definitely. That was a Weasley moment. Like, every once mm-hmm. in a while, things just wiggle in, and that was it. Where I can see it, when if, the, if these become movies, I can see both of their heads turning over, looking straight at Grace at the same time and going, definitely. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. And I don't, like, because we, have, we haven't mentioned, so, so far, they have done the Lou Dares tournament. Then they went to the Dragon Boneyard. Mm-hmm. Then they went to an accidental assembly. Mm-hmm. But then they were planning on going to the Unkillable Beast Island mm-hmm. to come back to play the worst game of Ludes ever because they've only given them two days to prepare. So they have had six days where they could have died at any given moment. That is a lot of anxiety to put on somebody. Um, that's not just a day of anxiety. That is six days of continuous threat of death. Uh, um, life as a teenager. <laughs> and uh, that doesn't sound pleasant to me. Like I'm like, ah, uh, guys, I'm tapping out. Um, I'm good. I'll just go and sit in Macy's tunnel. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I give up too easily, though, I think. <laughs> like, just because I could doesn't mean I will. <laughs> Yeah, I can st- I can still chicken out at any point. Good thing Hudson is the chicken whisperer. That's true because you know Grace will never truly be alone. Her chicken daddy will always be there with her. Yeah, she could find always anywhere trying to, go. to bring the confidence back out of the chicken. See, this podcast has devolved. <laughs> it has. There's lingo. Like I I feel bad for anybody who tries to listen in on episode 39 without getting all the references because there's no context. No. Chickens. I mean, what do you she, want about? She could just go back to Heather Ware Crab and live there for a couple months and it Heather all- Ware Crab, garlic mushroom. We could just start throwing in things that have happened. Uncle Phil. Yep. Yeah. Um I've already forgotten everything that we've ever said. It mine's a blank. That's why uh-huh. we we have notes for every episode. We don't have <laughs> yeah. to actually oh. go back and listen. When was the, t- the last time? Wait, have you ever listened back? No, to an episode. Nope. <laughs> nope. I do. No, I you do. Don't. I don't believe. I do because sometimes I think, oh, did I say something really embarrassing?" <laughs> like I know that my husband listens. <laughs> we probably did. I, I, that's why I don't listen back to them, even when I edit them. I've got the editing process down to where, like, I know where I need to put the howls. Uh, and I, I don't really... I just did it. Like, I just said the words. I don't need to listen to them the same day. I edit these uh, the same night. So it's like... Yeah. 
So it's like is Schrodinger's embarrassment. You don't know that there's embarrassment within the podcast episode because you haven't listened to it yet. There could be, but there also couldn't be. And therefore, it's the paradox of Schrodinger's embarrassment. Yeah, it would only be embarrassing if somebody pointed it out. And you know what? We got away with an entire episode about if vampires poop and, you know. <laughs> and uh, humans should lay eggs. <laughs> and humans should, yeah, and humans should lay eggs. So I think that we're right on track. <laughs> um, yes. A- a- anyway. Um, <laughs> so um, there, there was a there was a line where they're talking about how they need to go to the Unkillable Beasts Island because mm-hmm. they need the final ingredient to the recipe for the spell to get Hudson out forever, but as a human. And Hudson is really trying to persuade Grace that they do not need to go and risk their lives again, which is a fair point. They do not need to risk their lives again by going to the Unkillable Beast's Island when there is no real threat to him coming back with his powers because he isn't going to hurt anybody. He's trying to persuade Grace because Grace is the only person that can listen right now. It's not like he can go, I need another person to sway my vote. Like he has only got Grace to listen to. And um, he says, you just need to get me out so I don't put any more strain on the mating bond. And you already have everything you need to do that. (laughs) And I was like, is he talking about getting him out? Like, does they have everything that they need to get him out? Or they already have everything they need to put a strain on the mating bond? (laughs) (laughs) Because they are absolutely putting strain on their own mating bonds themselves. That's very true. Here's the thing, like... Can you imagine how much easier everything following these events would be if they if everyone would just shut the hell up and listen, listen to Grace? Grace. Yep. Like, and they could have got Hudson out and then they would have had like a sixth or a seventh whatever number of person who has amazing everything, amazing <laughs> abilities <laughs> amazing that could everything. be used that could be used to go and do the Unkillable Beasts Island. That could be used to go and do the Ludes tournament. They, they they haven't explored that. They wouldn't need option. to go to the Unkillable Beast Island though. But they don't. They they've they've looked into the crown. The reason why they need to go to the Unkillable Beast Islands is to get the the location of the crown, right? No, it's just to get the Heartstone. You're you're thinking you're you're covet brain so right they, now. So they they're trying to go and get the Heartstone, right? Yeah, they would have. They to- haven't actually. They haven't actually explored what else the Heartstone could do. That's true. They just know that they have to get it because they read it in a book. Yeah. Which what 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 book did they read this in? Just knowing what the Unkillable Beast is, you know. Spoilery spoilers aside, like, what? Who wrote this book? Where is this book? What other secrets are in this book? I would be spending more time reading this book because this book, see, here's this thing that nobody's ever heard of and they think is a myth, but here it, it tells us the location of this. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. what? Um, yep. We also get another ball drop revelation about Hudson and Leah, which I actually forgot about this part, but I know that we've Mm -hmm. speculated multiple times on the podcast where we've said, oh, well, maybe Leah wasn't, you know, that bad. Maybe it was Hudson's power of persuasion where he told her to bring him back. And then you find out 
that wasn't it at all. He was just joking. He's like, you're going to love me forever, aren't you? Yeah. And then, like, which is really, really sad. Yeah. I can, like, picture her pupils, sad, like, sad. blowing out at that moment. Like, yes, I will love you forever. <laughs> but, yeah. And it's, like, just how much of a, like, um, domino effect that had. Like, he told a joke, and it ended up getting Grace's parents killed and mm-hmm. all of this. Yep. At the same time, if Grace's parents had never died, how long would Grace have been able to, how long would her gargoyliness been able to have been, like, hidden? I'm not saying it's a good thing that her parents were killed. However, like, what would life be like if she would have never found out? You know? I don't know. Because it, it, it's kind of like, you know, the finding out you're adopted. Eventually, you're going to put two and two together. You're going to realize. And your parents could either sit you down and have that discussion with you where you feel a little bit betrayed, but at least they've done it in a way where there is room for forgiveness and the conversation is opened up where you can learn a bit more about it because it was kind of happened in a bit more of a neutral territory than you finding out and then accusing them. Mm -hmm. I am so surprised that at no point during her life did she ask about any of her external family and why they've never seen each other because both of her parents were supernatural, weren't they? I've I've uh, lost track of what spoilers and what's not. Uh, no, mother is human. Mother is human. Dad was a warlock. Dad was a warlock. Where are the rest of their family? Did they just cut off ties? Because there's, apparently she didn't have anyone to stay with. Was it just them in their like secluded little house? I think so. It's just then or them, and then Finn, who is her dad's who brother, she hadn't and Macy, seen, who she hadn't seen for a decade, and. Uh, Regine, Regina, Re- whatever Macy's mom's name is, like that's yeah, it. Who had disappeared? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just, I'm just like, at some point you would be curious as to why family seems to just disappear. Unless she wasn't, unless she was just so naive and hyped up on her family and love and everything <laughs> she didn't notice. But I don't know. I, I would be curious. I would be like, so everybody else seems to have a, an extended family. Do do we? Where are they? And if my parents would say, like, Alaska, I'd be like, can, can we go? I want to go to Alaska. Alaska sounds cool. Well, Macy. Would you know ever want to go? Alaska sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would want to go to see the Northern Lights. And, I mean, I've, I would want to go for the wildlife and stuff. It's actually on my bucket list. Um we could have gotten stationed there, but everybody that I've talked to who has been stationed there was not happy there. So it would be more like I would be fine taking a quick trip. Um, but yeah, in she hung out with Macy like as kids, right? They they she said that when they were little, did they hang out? Did they go to Alaska? Did Grace's family take her to Alaska, or did Macy and her dad? go down to California 
I have no idea. I just think that they're like this is such a weird family dynamic that at some point you're going to be curious and ask, like, where are they? Hmm. I don't know. And Macy clearly knows. Unless, like, Macy doesn't want to have a human cousin. (laughs) I mean, she acted like she was happy, especially, you know, being excited that Grace was coming to stay with her. She seemed like she was excited about it. But they didn't talk to each other, did they? No, not not since they were kids, I don't think. I don't think that they kept no. in like contact because Macy Macy still projected all of the things that she remembered about Grace being a child and assumed that Grace still liked those things, like hot pink. So yeah, she, but at that point you've got no nowhere other things to go. Like if right. you know that your child loves fish fingers, chips, and peas, and then you meet them in a decade, you're like, Well, I could either go for what I know is correct and they can correct me if I'm wrong. But it's better than guessing. Yeah. Because there is a whole world of food. <laughs> Whereas at least you, if you go with what you know that they definitely liked at least at one point in their life, you can't really go too well, wrong. I don't know. Remember when you came for... Um, Amber came to the, to the States for Thanksgiving. And remember we watched uh, Just Friends together. And after Ryan Reynolds went from, you know, being chubby Chonk. to, yeah, he was chonky, he was a chonky boy, to being all, like, supermodel-y, Ryan Reynolds-y, um, he went back to, like, his little hometown diner, and the waitress is like, I'll go get your favorite for my little chubby bunny, and she brings out this giant, like, chocolate sprinkle M&M-covered stack of pancakes, and he's like, I haven't had a carb in, like... Six years, <laughs> like you can't, you can't always, you know, use a frame. Yeah, but at that point, she didn't ask what he wanted. There was a menu there. Yeah, she, that was rude. That was, that was a rude assumption to make when you look at someone who used to be unhealthy. Because at that point, Ryan Reynolds, uh, you know, bodysuit was not a healthy level of no. <laughs> body body mass index. And then she comes out with something when she sees that he's obviously had a complete lifestyle change. It would be it would be equivalent to okay, you know, this person, this alcoholic is now they've gone through AA and they've gotten sober and they've gotten clean and then you decide to come out with a glass of whiskey. Shots. Yeah, shots because yeah. you know, you remember that they used to like to do that. It's it's yeah. Just a big assumption. But also there's 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 not just like what you used to like, but also there's a certain age progression. If I gave you um I, I, I don't know what your equivalent is for like baby food, but like we have like barley rusks and things. Like they're like they're like cookies, but they're made of like a digestible yeah. material for for children, right? You can we we have those. I freaking love them. <laughs> but if I was caught eating one, people would look at me weird. Well, when you're so a parent, you don't. when you're a parent, you get away with it because you just eat whatever whatever the heck your kid didn't eat. You're just like, oh, I'm gonna eat these little like Gerber puffs. But yeah, if I went to like a long distance aunt who hadn't seen me since I was about two, if she brought out rusks, I <laughs> like mm. I would be like, um, I'm I'm 29. I mean, it might be funny to do as a joke though, like. I it would be. It's like, I remember these. these. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember loving these as a kid. 
I don't remember eating them on the reg. <laughs> How did we get on this topic? I can't even remember. Uh, don't know. <laughs> okay, next note's yours. <laughs> uh, so... Grace is a little bit confused as to why people are only concerned about his ability to persuade. Um, And she gets this whole kind of conversation with Hudson about the fact that no one really knows that he can disintegrate things. Um, And uh, everybody believes that it's dormant. It's it's not active. And um, she asks, like, why do they believe that? And uh, he said that his dad um, just ran out of things to threaten that he loved. They killed his puppy. Uh, they I, definitely killed his puppy. They they had to have killed his puppy because if you guys remember in the scene where she sees little baby Hudson and little baby Jackson and his parents took little baby Jackson away, Hudson explodes like everything in the room except for Cyrus. And then Cyrus tells him that he's going to get him a puppy. And I swear to God... I think they used that puppy like as one of those things where, oh, you raise your puppy and now you have to kill your puppy. Was it, wasn't that in Kingsman? It was. I was going to make the same reference. <laughs> yeah. Where they make you raise your dog and then they tell you that you have to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Awful. they realized that it was just a... It was a, a ploy. Lol. Yeah. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> I hated I, I hated that scene because when you what one of the girls does it right and you hear the gunshot yeah where she kills her puppy I'm just like oh, no <laughs> no there's like a blanks oh they're blanks okay they're blanks yeah it was just to see whether you had everything in it right. in you to obey orders um yeah I which was a ter- terrible thing to do no I could <laughs> to I, ask a child to do I couldn't do it no way Nope. Nope. I wouldn't have even, like, held the gun. I've gone, nope, put it down, walk away. Yep. I'm sorry. I'll find a new job. <laughs> I'd still, I'd, I'd also grab the dog on the way out. Yep. Just to say. I'm going to keep, uh, I'll keep the dog. I will keep her dog and I will keep this guy's dog too. Yeah. <laughs> I am out of here and I have all three dogs under my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I, oh, last when, notes are um, also yours. Yeah. So, um, because of what Hudson is saying and uh, that she starts to believe him, she starts to realize that, yeah, he has a point, that there is no point risking their lives. She does try to persuade the group that we do not need to go to the Unkillable Beasts Island. And um, Jackson's reasoning for why they shouldn't listen to her was basically that Hudson's getting in her head and telling her lies and spilling secrets and, like, twisting her reality. That is gaslighting one on one. Yeah, and she said, like, why won't you believe me? And he went, "Uh, well, you're only human. (laughs) What? (laughs) And she was like, well, I'm not. And uh, she starts to realize that the entire group are definitely still looking at her as if she's still human. The weakest link. She doesn't have a vote. She doesn't have a vote. She doesn't have a voice. They look at her as if she's crazy, as if she's been manipulated from the start. Um, as if she was never intending to follow through with the group. And Jackson essentially holds it over her that even if she's not coming with them, they're still going. And instead of accepting that and and, and going, well, I'm just not going to take part and throwing her toys out of the pram, she's like, well, if I go, at least then they have more chance of surviving because I've, I'm helping. 
there's another percentage that I can add to the likelihood that we'll survive this. And at that point, I knew that Jackson was never going to be redeemed. No, because he I says... just was like, no. He, he basically says, like, your life, in comparison, is not... It's nothing. Yeah, it is not the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, if we're comparing, like, the needs of the many to the needs of the few type thing, blah, blah, blah. It, yeah, you do want to make sure that you're... If it's, like, sacrifice one person in order to save the world, sure, I get it. However, you don't freaking say that to your girlfriend's face. No, not in, and not in front of a group where you literally are undermining everything that she is. Um, and not a day after you've already kind of dropped that bombshell that you were willing to break the mating bond in order mm-hmm. to get your brother and kill him. And um, there was another important thing that he also said at the end where she's like, okay, but once we get the Heartstone and we come back and we have everything to bring Hudson back, you have to promise me that we will at least have this conversation again mm-hmm. and that we will. I want, I want to be able to have my, like, a, a last attempt at persuading you otherwise that you're going to hear me out at least another time. And he goes, he's like, oh, Grace, of course. Like, I'll absolutely listen to you. I won't do it, but I'll listen. Like, oh, my God, I wanted to punch him. Yeah, I'll always listen. Just know I will ignore it. Exactly. Like, um, you'll you'll always have a voice. You'll always be able to tell me what's wrong, but I'm going to ignore it because I will not be budged on this matter. That is just so freaking tyranny. Ugh. God, this is I, This is about the point where I hated him. I, mm-hmm. I hated him. You want to go ahead and get into spoilers, though, because I want to add. Yeah. All right. Because I've, I've accidentally smattered a few already. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> Whoopsie. Woo. Okay. So you're spo- I, 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 You go ahead because I want to add on to what you have. So my question is, now that we have read Court, where do you think that Cyrus was planning on stashing Grace? Um or what do you think that he planned to do with her when he got her back to their house? Okay, so... Mansion. Rowena has been... Macy's mom has been in their dungeons... This all, whole time. This whole time. Like, yep. Macy said since she was eight. So, Macy is... 17? 17? Yeah. So, oh... It, it, was Rowena's powers taken away like i can't remember because she was all Um, she's like she essentially she was she she was in absolute pain because the longer she didn't fulfill her deal yeah the more her body like acted against itself i don't think she lost her powers she was just incapable of using them because she was just so stuck yeah not being able to fulfill what she had promised Mm mm-hmm which is really sad. Especially not being able to, like, even reach out to, yeah. like, let your daughter know that you're alive. Which is probably for the best. Because yeah. then Macy would and not And not only that, it's, it's not just, like, it was her choice to not fulfill it. It's then she got stashed in a dungeon. So even if she wanted to, she was n- unable to do it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know too much about them, but I feel like witches probably have a little bit of immortality, right? Because 
like magic sustains them. So I don't think she's going to necessarily like go, oh, I'm 60, I'm going to have a heart attack and die. It would probably be a prolonged existence within this dungeon. And she has no promise of ever seeing her family again. And the one thing you would probably not want your family to do is to come and rescue you because what if they accidentally fail and end up in the same place that you are? You wouldn't want your daughter or your husband to be there. Right. You would probably just take it suffer on their yeah. behalf um, yeah i think that i think that that's exactly it though i don't think that there was any plan to actually train grace or anything i think that it was just like almost like how they how cyrus was trying to train up hudson to be a weapon he probably would have seen if she had any benefit if she held any of the original powers that you know the the past gargoyles held and if not then he would just have one to keep one he he i don't think he would have killed her but i think he would have kept her because i mean he could have killed the gargoyle king but he didn't he locked him away mm-hmm. so i don't think that do you it, think he locked him away because he became a gargoyle and then cyrus was incapable incapable of actually biting him so instead he rendered him incapacitated I think it was because you more, can't you can't unturn someone. I think well, and this is just complete speculation, but I think it was more of a humiliation thing, both both for him and for the blood letter as well. I think that it was kind of yeah. a, a show of power, humiliation. Man, he's such a prick. He just gets worse as well. Like you think he's just a smarmy British guy who has a bit of a vendetta against his children in this like this book but he just gets worse and worse and worse so does delilah yeah like delilah you kind of think well maybe she's mentally ill maybe she's been tortured herself to the point where she's unable to actually make decisions for herself and she's kind of following on but then you because jackson got scarred by her and occasionally it like pops up but because cyrus is the bigger evil it kind of takes a backseat yeah but yeah, she is just as bad. Do you think it's like a Stockholm syndrome, or do you think? I think it's. Um, do, do you know the the saying "folie de"? No. Um, so folie de it usually happens with um, couples, but it can also happen with like friendships. But there are certain people that if you put them in a room together, they will literally be cut, like bring the worst out of each other. They will get into their own fantasy world where they believe that what they're doing is right mm-hmm. um and it happens a lot with serial killers they they will find their perfect partner who just is an accomplice to everything that they need um but it in a, it's like a catalyst for the worst things that they could possibly do and i think that probably they got mated because they were so similar in the way that they thought well no but because then, they're we you actually- know when their similarities the similarities made them clash to the point where they were like no i don't agree with this but actually they still had the same kind of personality i've got the um the vampire court like backstory and cyrus was kind of it was like a traditional like you know the woman has no say she was kind of like sold off mm-hmm. to to cyrus she yeah did, she did she didn't want to marry him at first and she he called her a dog. Yeah, he he that she was not on board for it, but then she kind of saw him and got that like 
mating bond. <laughs> well, I think it was kind of the, yeah, and I think it was also like that horny intimidation where like like horny I'm, intimidation. Yeah, where you're like I'm terrified, but for some reason <laughs> so hot. It's so it's hot. so hot right now. Yeah. I, I think it was yeah. a little bit of that as well. <laughs> All right. Last spoiler. I literally, I, I was like so excited to make the note of this. And then I clicked on it and I was like, ah, she already got it. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault for reading first. I know. it's. I, I normally am the one to read first, but you've read first the last two times. So I have a bit more of a flexible schedule than you. Uh, right now you do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so they're talking about, you know, the, the like, pros and cons of bringing Hudson back. Obviously, Grace is the only yeah. one with any pros. Everybody else is like, no, it's awful. It's terrible. He'll, he'll, he's going to try to take over the world. He's going to kill everybody. And Grace is like, but one of us could die and Xavier's immediately just like, it's worth it. The thing is, at least he said it. He was the one character to say, like, it would be worth it. I am willing to sacrifice my life. And he does. Poor Xavier. Poor Xavier. I actually feel like everybody else is worse off because Xavier's dead. I think Xavier had a whale of a time. (laughs) I think think Xavier got to do what he had destined himself to do, that he always wanted to help bring Cyrus down, and he thought that he had. To him... Because um, both me and Sala, like, we don't really believe in anything, like, after death. I mean, maybe maybe in this world there might be. Maybe in the supernatural world there might be. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, need, like, maybe, maybe I'm speaking for myself here. I don't know. <laughs> we don't believe in anything after death. And um, he genuinely might have died thinking that they were successful. Yeah, he might have thought that that was it. That yeah, they did. He it. might have thought that he did, like you know, like that final pass, that final blow, where he thought, "Oh well, I just need to sacrifice myself, and we will succeed, and we will do it." And he died before even finding out that the whole mission was a complete and utter fuck up. That's like it's like when like you're holding, you see all the movies where they're like holding like the dying guy, and he's like, "Did we do it? Did we win?" And yeah, Bob, we did it. We you got him good. You got him. Yeah, like, meanwhile, meanwhile, the world is aflame. <laughs> <laughs> you, you saved the world. Yeah. You did it, boy. You did it. <laughs> Good doggy. Good dude, doggy. Here's a biscuit. I thought, at first I thought you said Dobby, and I was like, no, too soon. Savior is just <laughs> so happy. It will always be too soon. Savior is just so happy to die with his friends. <laughs> I think the worst part was the the storyline, the storyline arc of Macy and Xavier being just completely axed. I know, because she was so happy. And what's sad is like Xavier didn't get a moment. You know, most most characters in a book, when they die, they have a few moments, they get to say some last words. Xavier was, it was worth it. Yeah. Xavier was there and then like he he got splattered. He there was it was Xavier existing and then Xavier gone, which more times than not And it was absolutely preventable. Yeah. Yeah. They could have just simply not freaking gone. Or, I, I, know, I know this sounds really dumb. Grace, what the hell are you doing? How could you have not known that that was a gargoyle? Well, yeah, like a large stone creature. Hmm. 
It's like, even if you didn't think that it was necessarily a gargoyle, you'd still think, hang on a minute, it's probably a creature with feelings and emotions. But no. They go in and attack. Kill it! Like dum-dums. Maybe it's just an American thing. They just... Kill it! Gotta kill it. A thing! Kill it! <laughs> it's a thing that's different from me. I don't like it. Kill it! Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> Meanwhile, all the Brits of the world going, <gasps> a hedgehog, come home, live in a box. <laughs> I'll feed you, I'll feed you peanut butter and you can live with me for hours dead. Oh. <laughs> See, that's most, most Americans, I would say, are like that, where we were like, oh my God. Like, a, for example, a few weeks ago, we saw this little baby, like, gosling all alone, no mama. On the side of the road, on our busy, busy street, and I told Mark, I'm like, let's pick it up. Let's go get it. I will be its mother. He's like, the mom is probably around here somewhere. I'm like, no. I'm you don't want to get with an angry goose. I'm its mother. We should call it Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Gooseling. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Gooseling. Yeah. Oh but I could, I, could, I could swing this story by just mentioning maybe perhaps... You see a baby raccoon. Mm-hmm. Would you adopt it? A baby raccoon, absolutely, as long as the mother isn't yeah. there. Because mother raccoons are, um, they're not very friendly. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I'd love a raccoon. Oh, they're cute on camera. The pet ones, the domesticated ones, are super cute. Yeah, we don't have them at all, so any yeah. any is cute. Like, you look at our badges and go, oh, it's adorable. I'm like, no, they're vicious little suds. They'll chase you. They'll chase you down so the street, raccoons. grunting and snoofs. Yeah, yeah, but at least our badges look like they're attending a wedding. And yours literally look like burglars. <laughs> what are raccoons? <laughs> they're little, like little tiny feet with like little, little eye masks. <laughs> Well, they and they're like in the dead of night nobody sees me I am but a vision I'm an illusion in the dark except they're fat it's like a fat cat that's <laughs> what they look like a big fat cat and you see them dead all over the side of the road like with their little legs sticking straight out because they're so fat yep well <laughs> what an episode it has been next week will be episode 40 and we will probably cry Get to the, yeah, get to the unkillable beast. Um, yeah. Or maybe just the trip there. Because they've got a, they got the trip there. It's a there. bit lengthy. Remember the, the circle guards, and like, pop I'm pretty out. sure Grace is, in the, Grace is in a strop as well. Oh, Makai nearly dies. Yeah, yeah, because she has to put dirt she in She learns his, how to heal. Yeah, she puts dirt in his wound. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know how to stave an infection. Have some mud. Yep. Saved his life with some mud. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we will speak to you all next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.